0: Welcome back to the Power 5 Podcast. We appreciate you joining us as we continue our movie series. My name is Kevin, and on this week's episode, we will rank the top five most overrated movies. Joining me is Christian, Colleen, and the Todd Father. Guys, we'll get to the movies in just a second, but give me something other than movies that is overrated.
1: Hmm, that's a tough one. Got I'd say Brooks and, Brooks and Dunn, Brooks and Dunn, for Christian. sure. <laughs> <laughs> me in general?
0: What about women's sweatshirts? Underwear. No. <laughs> Todd, obviously you got the, the shiny dome up top right there. I'm, I'm assuming yes. you got to use a premium razor to get that bad boy nice and shiny. I mean.
2: Oh, it's a necessity. You got to have something to make the dome, you know, nice and shiny. You want it to be soft. I don't want to be cutting it. Whenever I first started shaving my head, I would cut it often. I was just using a straight razor, right. And just pulling it down. And so that wasn't, that wasn't good, but, uh, I've got a freedom grooming razor so I can every other day hit it. And it's nice and nice and shiny, nice and smooth. Ooh, that sounds How about that. You're
1: making me want to do that myself, Todd. It's come on. I'm growing a little mullet right now for the summer, but like on top, it's going to just be bald. So, right. (laughs) I'm going to join the Todd father. We're going to do it live on location probably in the fall. Christian, they, give me a give it. me a price. Give me a price on just going straight razor right now. You got one? <laughs> a price? Yeah, uh, probably just a grand, honestly. A grand. All right, let's yeah. add let's add like five face tattoos to it. Mm. Nah, I, I mean, I'll do a regular tattoo like on my butt.
3: I'm just <laughs> is that a regular tattoo? <laughs>
1: Isn't it, Todd? Where's yours? Yeah, <laughs> I Can't assume discuss. it came with the bald head. It, it is a bunch of tats. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Thinking. Speaking of not being ourselves, I got to apologize for last episode, guys. Just letting the, the audience know that Colin and I had a little wager going that we would switch roles last episode for superheroes. <laughs> so I did my best Colin impression. What did you guys think?
0: Oh, it was great. I mean, I think you should, what, said like 10 words the entire ranking.
1: If that I didn't even sing once. So and, you know, that's hard for me. Are you sure you didn't sing
3: in the in the
0: I the, might have I might have actually, with the post ranking.
1: <laughs> I think I did. I apologize. I lied. So, I mean, yeah, I think you're the right.
0: contractual agreement that was just during the ranking during the five the pre- segment. The yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. That's right. I nailed that one. But I'm back. All right, well, we're glad to have you back, man. I appreciate and it. we've got <laughs> we've got our top 5 most overrated movies. You know, I mean, I, I, I would assume that we're going to be talking about movies that we can't stand. Maybe maybe we can stand them or stomach them, but they're just not properly rated. They are overrated based on what maybe what some of the, the critics or the awards or the box office, whatever your criteria may be for this. Obviously, they're probably going to be pretty popular movies. So this could be all over the place tonight. Yeah,
2: it I could think it be. Could be, every list is going to be completely different, I think.
1: I think I'm going to offend a couple of directors more than once tonight. That's my, what I'm thinking. Spoiler alert, Quentin Tarantino, right? No, <laughs> I wish.
2: We <laughs> definitely may, may lose those Uzbekistan listeners we have. I don't know. Listen,
0: uh, we, uh, <laughs> hey, I think, I think we're on like a 65, <laughs> 75 day streak of being on the Uzbekistan chart. So, you know, shout out to our Uzbekistani listeners. We need that to make may stop visit. tonight. We do need to make a visit to Uzbekistan. That sounds fun.
3: Would we be treated like royals coming in, like Probably. diplomats? You Probably. Know,
1: Kevin, the can you translate this episode for them,
3: for us? <laughs> oh,
2: listen.
0: <laughs> Somebody's already doing it, obviously. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I feel pretty confident that Colin would offend them because he wouldn't eat whatever it was they wanted to feed us.
1: I'm pretty sure rice is a worldwide nationality. <laughs>
3: I can do. I can, I'm a rice connoisseur. I can make that work.
1: That can, you are. That you are.
3: It's not the dry that.
2: nugs I couldn't deal with.
1: Right.
3: <laughs> I was eating a Zaxby's chicken finger today, and somebody was like, "You're eating sauce with that?" But Zaxby's is a spot that I use sauce. So. What Ooh. sauce? Zach's oh, sauce? breaking
1: news. Honey <laughs> mustard. Oh, the hot honey mustard or regular? The regular. Come gotta, go hot, come come gotta go hot, come on. Gotta get hot i just said breaking news
3: <laughs> dude, i just
0: gotta, saw
1: cody alcorn out his window
0: <laughs> dude you gotta get that tongue torch mix it with the ranch get a little buffalo get a little ranch a little tongue ranch. ranch yeah i love that come on crinkle fries
1: ah crinkle fries texas toast.
0: oh i love that toast man especially when tea. it's especially Extra when it's a little soggy and chewy right everybody likes the chewy toast dip that in your sauce hey we're doing this all right let's get to it christian obviously you're starting us off man kyle and number two todd number three and i'll finish it in the four hole let's go overrated movies
1: let's go number five all right guys overrated movies criteria it has to be one of those movies that made bank at the box office or had some pretty high acclaim whether it's a cult classic that i just really think is overrated or perhaps rotten tomatoes gave it a pretty darn high score so guys you know we talked about uzbekistan i hope i don't offend any people from the lush alien world of pandora because coming in at number five for me is the (laughs) 2009 flick and it's from a very famous director by the name of jimmy Cameron. You may know him as James Cameron. He's done a few films in his days, made made some pretty good money. Uh, this film is Avatar. Uh, you all know it. It's a ride at Kevin's favorite theme park. But guys, I don't know about you. This, this movie made over $2.9 billion in the box office. 82% Rotten Tomatoes. I only saw this movie once. Did not like it. Did not like Sam Worthington as Jake Sully, the main character. I like Zoe Saldana. I like Giovanni Ribisi. But I just did not like anything about this movie. I think people kind of claim, yes, it's like one of the most visually stunning movies. It's what got us into 3D. But for me, when you're making almost $3 billion, and you get an 82% in Rotten Tomatoes. I would think that's a movie I'd like to see more than once. And honestly, I wish I never saw it at all. So coming in at number five is Avatar.
2: Part two
1: coming out for you this year, right? Yes. For me? No, not necessarily. I love that pick. Anybody else uh, like, did you think it was weird? I mean, I'm a sci-fi guy, and I just, I felt like they were almost trying to push an agenda too. Like, okay. Starbucks or something.
0: Well, I don't even remember (laughs) any kind of, agenda or anything i just remember being let down with the movie right because heck i mean we're close to three bill here and i've seen it only one time as well but the reason why i kept it off my list was and i contemplated it but the reason why i kept it off my list was i don't know anybody that likes the movie and so therefore i didn't necessarily feel that it was beloved by everyone even though it has been seen by everyone makes sense
1: it makes a lot of sense. And I think for me, i that's just always going to come up. If you ask me overrated movies of all time, again, you're right. In my circle of friends, I don't think anyone liked it. But when you see that kind of score, for me, the Rotten Tomatoes, and if you're making over a billion, I mean, we're not talking Star Wars, Harry Potter. I mean, that stuff I get. I don't really get that. So that's why it was on there for me.
3: I expected to see it. I mean, kind of as uh, a. That- transition into my criteria, you know, spent some time looking at lists of most popular movies and also some overrated lists just to kind of get the wheels spinning. And it, that was a popular pick on some of the most overrated lists for sure. My criteria in general was something that I've obviously seen. Uh, most of mine tend to be I saw it once, maybe twice, and that's probably it. But either the people around me or generally speaking, you know, society wise view it way stronger than I view it. And so number five, I'll probably take some heat for this. I actually think I had this on a list for something else. I just can't remember what it was. I'm going the Goonies at number five. Whoa. That's your mouth.
1: That is Mike. Film. That is Mike. <laughs> slash
3: Film has this rated as one of the top 25 kids movies of all time. I've seen it once, maybe twice, and, it you know, it really – I think part of it may be that I didn't watch it as a kid and watched it as an adult, but just doesn't do it for me. Don't understand the hype. Goonies, number five. Wow, wow that's strong yeah. out the gate. Dude, Ooh, that is strong. That's disrespectful. That is bold. Can
0: I? Can you at least say chunk? Chunk. Can
1: you at least say hey, you guys? You know, Goonies has been
0: on several different episodes that we've had now, and man, you—I don't think you've mentioned it before that you thought it was a little overrated. You just think it's overrated, or you not like it?
3: Probably a little of both. I mean, it it just didn't move the needle for me, and I feel like everybody else has it as like a top, you know, ten movie of kids' movie.
1: I, I will say this, okay. When I grew up, I think I only saw bits and pieces. So I told you I really fully watched this movie like a couple of years ago. And now I've probably watched it 10 times. I watched it literally a week ago. And I think growing up, everybody loved it. And so I was like, man, that's overrated. You know, I don't even like that movie. And it's because I never really saw it. And so when I finally saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, how have I missed out on what is so good? So I get where you're coming from because it's one that everybody, even Dilworth himself, put it on his unofficial top five. So I get it, man. I get it. I'm not I'm not mad at you for it. I just disagree, and I hate your face. I understand. I <laughs> understand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We'll jump into mine and uh, my criteria. You know, all this is like, I guess, a lot of preference, right? And I'm a pretty practical guy. I don't very much get into like sci-fi and fantasy movies and all that kind of stuff. And so that's going to lead to some of what comes out in my list. And then I also I think sometimes I tend to when there's all the craze about something, I kind of tend to give it a little bit of a stiff arm, you know, until I I figure out that I want to, you know, take it in. Um, So we're going to jump in with my number five right here is the Ocean's Eleven franchise. The movies themselves, I feel like the plots aren't that great. Sure, you got an all star cast and all that. But just those set of movies just don't do it for me. Uh, As Colin said, they don't move the needle. Clooney, Damon, Julia Roberts, Brad Pitt, you know, all those guys are phenomenal. But the movies themselves, that whole series just doesn't doesn't do anything
1: for me. I'm good with that, Todd. I I think I think when you said the series, that was good. I think the first one, because of the cast, you're like, okay, it's got such big hype, right? Like Brad, right. George Clooney. And then all it's almost like you're forced to to say that's a great movie, whether it is sure. or not because of the cast. And I think we've seen that with a lot of, of different movies, um, especially as of late. So I respect that. I haven't watched them in a while to say that, but I do think I lost. I didn't care so much about them after like probably the first or the second. So I will.
0: Ag- right. I will agree that the second and the third aren't very good, completely let down compared to the first, but oceans 11 by itself that's being considered for a top five movie of all time for me i Mm. love that movie that much so isn't that crazy though how movies are like that if you don't like the series Mm. totally totally overrated for sure um but man 12 and 13 oceans 12 and oceans 13 really dragged down that entire series because oceans 11 is just so good in my opinion hey that's yeah. swinging that's swinging hard man we got goonies I mean, you guys are swinging hard
1: man. hard man i like this i gotta step. i mean i'm way. getting kicked off the pod no hey hey no, kevin right out the
2: gate <laughs> I Love
1: that.
0: Hey,
1: <laughs> that's not good todd respect. respect not offended
2: not
0: offended hey here we go i'm gonna i'm gonna disrespect all the lady listeners out there so my apologies if i do but first of all my criteria i i came up with just movies I brainstormed, you know, over the last several days thinking, okay, what's what's some really, really popular movies that I don't really love too much? And so I wrote those movies down and then I took them all to Rotten Tomatoes. And so the audience score to make my top five, you had to have a 90 from either the tomato meter or the audience score. Okay. And so all five of my movies are at least a 90 in either the tomato meter or the audience score. There were so many movies that were in the eighties and I just didn't throw them in my top five. Cause I wanted to clear cut criteria. So here we go. Based on that number five, dirty dancing, the 1987 flick. It got a 90 audience score. I think everybody has seen that. I think everybody's wife loves that movie. Patrick Swayze, Jennifer gray, Christian, Jennifer gray with an E. Yeah, there right. she is. Hey, listen, Baby goes to camp. She gets <laughs> put in a corner. That's right, but nobody puts Baby in the, in a the corner. All right, she falls for Johnny. It does have a solid soundtrack. I mean, that's a that's a nice redeeming quality, right? We've got all, all kinds of good, good solid oldie movies or, or songs on there. But
1: yeah, number five, overrated for me, Dirty Dancing. How about that? Yeah, I mean, Colin took a little offense to that, right, Colin?
3: I considered it on the list, actually. It was probably a top ten, somewhere. Oh well,
1: I know dancing isn't allowed in the Baptist church, but what about dirty dancing? Is that okay? <laughs> you know why you don't like it, Kevin?
3: Sorry,
0: Rabbi.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Rabbi. <laughs> I bet your Rabbi hasn't seen this before. Hey, Colin, hit us with the ah hey the time of my
2: life. One day, Colin's gonna break. It,
1: uh, yep. but yeah, but not if we
0: say it, Todd. Not if we say it. Yeah, I was yeah. told last night I better stay patient for you know a long time if I want to see any kind of singing. Patience
1: is a virtue. Love it. Okay, Dirty Dancing, number five. <laughs> number four. All right, guys, coming in at number four. So I'm going to take us back to 1999, okay? And you guys know that I'm kind of a horror buff, so to speak. I mean, I've talked a little bit about, Liking that horror genre. But when I was 13 years old, a little movie came out that was claimed to be real, found footage out of Maryland. And this movie came out in 99, got 80% Rotten Tomatoes. There was a budget of $60,000, $60,000, and it made $250 million, which is pretty darn amazing if you think about it. But guys, this movie to me, one of the biggest bust movies ever. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I've got to see this. I was 13, so I couldn't see it in theaters yet. As soon as it came out to rent, I rented it. The movie is The Blair Witch Project. It was only an hour and 27 minutes long. If anybody remembers this, it was literally just the picture of a woman snotting out of her nose for like an hour and a half. There was nothing scary about it. I think there might've been one clip where you saw something. I just remember this being the biggest bust, the biggest letdown. And just remember there being so much hype, so many commercials about it. Whether you saw it or not, everybody knows what it is. So coming in at number four for me, how Rotten Tomatoes gave this 86%, I have no idea, but it's the Blair Witch Project.
3: I thought that would make your list, Christian. I really did? It. I just, I knew oh, wow. that you were, you saw a lot of those type movies during yeah. that, that period of time. Yeah. I had a dark oh, childhood. Like anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had never seen the movie. And you're never going to now. I'm, well, I'm shocked that I haven't because, you know, I mean, I was in high school at that time. Or no, I wasn't. I was 75 at that time, actually. So, <laughs> the Blair bad. Witch. That's, didn't you grow up with Blair? It, it explains it now. It explains why I didn't see it.
1: Sorry. D- but you d- heard d- about d- it, right? It was hype. Oh, yeah, totally. So much hype, right? Yes. Uh-huh.
2: Do you think maybe all the hype was because it was so low budget and people yeah. were just, you know what I mean? I don't I don't know. Well, we, oh, we were more
1: willing to believe that it was real. Right. You know, like, it's kind of like the paranormal activity, all that crap that's come out over the past 20 years. But in 99, you know, nobody right. had really done that, right? To your point, oh, it was $60,000. Somebody has raw footage of a camping trip, right? That's why there was so much hype around it. But I, I was like, Oh my gosh! It's like one of those things that you wait for, and then it's a total letdown. And yeah. that's just how I felt about it. And I couldn't believe again. Rotten Tomatoes. I know they're not, you know, the the movie Bible here, but they're giving some of these movies really high scores that are pretty terrible.
2: Yeah, it was it was a pretty bad movie. It actually was on my cutting room floor. Um, oh, I like it. Was, it. it was not yeah, yeah it, was,
1: it was it was really
2: bad. Nice.
3: All right, number four for me, uh, in full transparency, I I haven't seen all of these, but I I saw the first few and knew I didn't need to see any more. Uh, I'm going with the Mission Impossible movies at number four. Um, Good pick. Six of those, two slated, I think, 2023 and 2024. I actually thought there were more than six, to be honest. (laughs) But, I mean, these movies have done 3.57 billion combined. I mean... And like, I think I saw that the budget for the the 2023 one is like $200 million, something stupid like that. <laughs> I, I haven't
1: mean, seen one since MI2, like yeah, I was right. back in like 98 or something. And I'm not, you know, I
3: don't hate Tom Cruise like maybe some people do. I know he gets a lot of criticism, but I just don't like the movies. Number four, Mission Impossible.
1: Respect. Calling out a solid the solid pick. I like that.
2: So for me, uh, I, I don't know if this was allowed, but four out of my top five are actually series or uh, like the, the saga from Twilight, you know, those, those kind of things. But for me, number four is the Harry Potter series. You know, I know tons of people love these. I saw half of about one of them one time and just have never.
1: So, so I haven't
2: gone through and watched them all. But you I just saw
1: just, Harry. Didn't, you didn't see Potter. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I thought it was good. It just wasn't that good. And there's just so much hype. You know, they grossed $7.7 billion uh, between the eight films. And I just wasn't impressed and just haven't gone back and watched those again. And I know that's offensive to some people because people love that. You know, I know some dudes that love to go to Universal and, you know, they love the whole Harry Potter Kevin. And all that. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, um <laughs>
1: But anyway, this doesn't do it for me. Love it, Todd. Love it. I think one of Good our pick. first uh, episodes, I talked about how overrated or it wasn't overrated, but it was like, I'm not buying it. I don't get the whole Harry Potter vibe. And again, I'm a Star Wars guy, so you can hate on that too. But the Harry Potter thing, man, I, you couldn't pay me. You asked me how much to shave my head bald. I'll shave my head bald before I watch Harry Potter, the Goblet Stone
2: All right? Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Well, I think too, so, like I, I've at times wanted to maybe go back and give it a second chance, but now I feel like, man, there's eight movies in there and I don't want to sit down. You know, it's almost a resistance, I guess, because I don't want to watch, you know, 22 right. you got to read so. the
1: books too. And I know that's exactly. <laughs>
2: right. Right.
0: So here's my history with Harry Potter. I'm not into it either. I've tried. I remember going to the movies to see the first one and thinking, okay, this is fine. But I wasn't, so inspired and so in love with it that I just had to go back and see the rest. Well, you know, I feel like so many people love the Harry Potter franchise, right? My sister loves it. My mom loves it. There's so many different people that I work with that loves it. Um, My boss and his family love it. And so I wanted to give it a second shot. So I actually subscribe to Audible just to start listening to some of the Harry Potter books. I made it through like three and I gave it up. I was like, man, I ain't got time for this. I mean, like Bell, the whole idea that somebody can create all of this in their mind and make a story about it and have all these characters and tie it all together. That's impressive in itself, but I just never got into it either, Todd. So I think it's uh I think it's a spot on pick. All right, fair enough. All right, here we go. number number, <laughs> number four. Okay. Listeners of the pod, I feel confident have have probably heard somebody on the podcast dog this. I can't remember who has dogged it. I don't know if all four of us have dogged it at some point in time, but here we go. The 1983 flick that got a 90 on the tomato meter in Rotten Tomatoes. It grossed $69 million. It stars Peter Billingsley. You'll shoot your eye out, Ralphie. We're talking about mm-hmm. a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I just... You know, when you see all the other Christmas movies out there that I think just truly dominate this particular Christmas movie, but yet this one is so critically acclaimed. I mean, TBS devotes entire you know all of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to a Christmas story. I mean, it's playing on repeat because people love it that much. Um, Jack Nicholson, here's a cool fact about it. Jack Nicholson was almost going to play the old man. Oh, oh wow, Alfie's dad. Now that would have been that it, would have changed the game. Which I like the old man. Maybe, I think he's yeah, pretty, he's fine. I think he's pretty funny. Now this is a neat fact too about Peter Billingsley. Or so he has co-produced some of the Marvel Universe movies. He's actually he's actually the scientist in Iron Man that that works for Stark Industries. He's actually boys with Favreau
1: and Vince mm. Vaughn. So how about no that? No way. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's so, pretty wild. Yeah. But number four, Christmas Story. Oh, I agree with that. I remember, you know, I didn't grow up watching it. The first time I saw it was at Gettys Middle School in eighth grade when the teachers didn't want to show anything in December. And I just remember that one scene, you know, where he's like, fudge. And then he gets a little <laughs> soap in the mouth, you know, and that I could relate to. So the best um,
0: scene in that movie is when the dude sticks gets his the leg tongue lamp. On. Well, that's fine. That's pretty funny. But he sticks his tongue on the. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the telephone pole, yeah. Yeah. Or whatever are. it is.
1: <laughs> there you go. Couldn't get that out, man. Uh, <laughs> Neither could he. <laughs> hey,
2: I totally agree with that pick. Like, I just don't get it. Matter of fact, I have, like, a disdain for the movie almost because people love it so much and it's on so much. And I, and there are so many Christmas movies that are that are so much better. Like, can we get 24 hours of four Christmases or something, you know? There you uh, go. Well, you can only actually
1: get six of them times four is 24. <laughs> yeah you okay, do the math fair,
2: fair enough what, <laughs> but I, I agree
1: talking? at least home alone or something you know here's what i right. will say though todd is every year for 24 hours straight i keep watching to see if it gets better i keep right. thinking i missed something you know so i just keep watching <laughs>
2: oh ho, ho. <laughs> well, and who are the people that are watching this right do you know people that love this movie i, I do so I think say people
3: that watch Avatar. I really don't. I don't.
1: That's true. Actually, I will say, guys, shout out to Mark Webb Jr., friend of the pod, who is like in love with that movie. So we gotta not offend them a little bit, but he knows he catches a little flack from us. So okay. Hey, to each his own. He probably uh, watches Avatar too. All right, there's one. <laughs> there's one. <laughs> uh, all right. Number three. All right, guys, coming in at number three, I told you I was going to offend some directors more than once tonight. This could potentially be some people's number one. But for me, I'm going to shock you with two and one so much that this only made it up to number three on my list. You know what it is, the 1997 Jimmy James Cameron flick, the $2.2 billion moneymaker, the three-hour and 14-minute two-disc or VHS, if you're Brant, collection set. Ladies and gentlemen, it is none other than Titanic or Titanic, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Is it French? Leonardo DiCaprio, Katie Winslet. I mean, Billy Zane. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I love Leonardo DiCaprio after this movie. I love everything he did from The Departed to Inception to Body of Lies to Shutter Island. You name it. He is my favorite actor. He was not my favorite actor in this movie. I hated him. He was a little twerp. I'm glad he bit the bullet. What a terrible movie! About you know, I'm actually glad that the iceberg won, to be honest with you. So, but ladies and gentlemen, it, it, I was in middle school when this came out, like sixth grade. So I remember so much hype and the art scene, blah blah blah. Yeah, rented it, overrated there too. Am I right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? It is none other than Titanic. <laughs>
0: I was uh, surprised that you rented it in middle school yeah. and watched it. I usually, you usually know, are like on a twenty-year delay, so I figured you watched it <laughs> this past
1: year. Well, it was PG-13, <laughs> even though it should have been pg 13
0: <laughs> Man, I saw that thing twice in the theaters. I remember, yeah, you like, did. I remember <laughs> thinking that it was that it was okay, but I don't think I've watched it since.
1: Hey, did he die?
3: Yeah, he died, man.
0: He did. he
1: did. I figured it'd
3: pop up on a list.
1: Spoiler alert.
3: All right. Number go. three, uh, number three for me. This is, I think, where I'm probably going to catch some flack. I think that this movie has been featured by at least one of you uh, in a top five in this season. I'm going with the 2001 Flick Training Day. Uh, I'm a huge Denzel guy. This movie does nothing for me. Mm. Um, Did one of you have it in your top five? I did.
1: Todd did, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. It was on my cutting floor. Okay, it was on his floor, but it was in my like top two. Yeah, top. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think it was number three for me. Yeah, I mean it's it's on most lists in his top two or three movies if you do any research, but just doesn't do it for me. Overrated training. That's a good
1: pick. Did it win Best
3: Picture or
0: was it up for Best Picture
1: for that? He won an award. I don't
3: know. Yeah, Best
0: Actor or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say that that's that's bold. I
0: mean, it is. I don't think it's quite beloved, that's you know, like like the Goonies, yeah, or or you know, and before Potter, time with the Harry Potter series.
1: <laughs> that's what we
0: need to do. We need to throw that in there. I mean, Colin's got his top five, that's overrated, right? No, all right, and that's <laughs> hey, nice it's underrated. Actually.
2: So for me, my number three, uh, I'm gonna go back with another franchise. And this is one you just mentioned a little while ago, Christian, so I apologize in advance. But it is the Star Wars franchise. Uh, I feel like it was, you know, just a lot of really cool special effects. But other than that, that's all you get not a lot of substance from there. Empire Strikes Back was okay. But the other movies, uh, I just didn't really enjoy much at all. And so uh, Star Wars is my uh, number number three pick there.
1: You know, I don't agree with you. I think most will. I will say episode one, two, and three are total garbage. I will say the movies from the 70s are probably better. Uh, the most recent ones aren't bad. But again, you have to like figure out how to piece them all together. So it's it's very odd the way it was even created. And, and also, I, was, I think that's uh,
2: part of it for me too. Like the, Hard to keep up with. story. Of, Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. i mean where oh, was
1: baby yoda post- baby- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i actually like the shows on disney plus better than the movies to be quite honest with you mandalorian and boba fett and obi-wan i mean to me it's like give me a recap of what happened instead of me having to watch nine hours of movies there and you know and then right. hit me with some entertainment for 45 minutes we're good <laughs> I get it, Todd. No, that's that's a bold pick. I mean, I'm sure Kevin and Colin probably feel the same. Well, I've, I, you know, I will
0: disagree with you. I think most people love Star Wars. I, f- I feel like they do. Oh yeah. I think it's, it's I think awesome. it's beloved by, man, people worldwide. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's a little bit overrated. But I've watched the first six movies. I haven't watched the three most recent ones, Mandalorian. I had to give it two shots before I made it through and I didn't watch the second season, but it took a little while to make it through the first season. I haven't watched Boba Fett or Obi-Wan, but it, it kind of bothers me that I'm not into it because I think cutting edge stuff back in the seventies, when this thing first came out and right, you know, for my age group, you would think that it would be something that's beloved. So it kind of bothers me that I'm not really into it, but well, here, here's know.
1: what I will say about Obi-Wan is it's only like six episodes, and if you like the Star Wars with Darth Vader, that's a good series to watch. You don't have to actually go back and watch Mandalorian all that stuff. You can watch it by itself. So it's okay, kind of okay. like a la, a la carte. You know, do whatever you want. I go wanted to it give that a shot.
2: I it.
3: wanted it on my list, but I just didn't feel like I'd seen enough to really include it.
1: Do you even know who Luke Skywalker is? <laughs> I know the name. Who's <laughs> his <Dang. Bruce's> father? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Nice pick. So here we go. Number three is a little bit off the grid, I feel like, but it was a big blockbuster, pretty popular movie. And it's 1993 flick. It got a 97 on the tomato meter and Rotten Tomatoes. All right. It's none other than Bill Murray's Groundhog Day. I remember seeing this in the movie theater and thinking, man, this is not that funny somehow or another. I've watched it multiple times. It's got Andy McDowell. It's got Chris Elliott, right? Bill Murray's the weatherman that's in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and he's getting stuck in some kind of time warp where he's reliving Groundhog Day over and over and over and over again, guys, you know, I like to look at who almost played a certain role, Tom Hanks, Michael Keaton almost played the role instead of Bill Murray. I think the movie's better if one of those guys are playing it other than Bill Murray. So number three, Groundhog Day.
1: How about that? Saw it on some lists. Chris Elliott, by the way, great actor. I like him. He is great. He's great.
2: Yeah, I I don't get the movie either. I've tried to watch it a few times, you know, like when it's on or whatever, and I just can't, can't get into it
1: and don't really love it. Definitely off the grid there, Kevin. Good pick. Number two. All right, guys. So I had Titanic at number three, which means two and one have to be pretty big. And I think this might be the most off the grid pick of the night because the only person who was alive when this movie came out was Kevin in 1939. (laughs) The fantasy (laughs) musical starring Miss Judy Garland. It is none other than The Wizard of Oz. Now, here's what I say, guys. I grew up watching this movie i remember it vividly and like the first house that i lived in and it was almost one of those that i think was a little dark for children to be watching i don't know why my sister and i at like five were watching this movie but there is rumor if you go back and watch it that one of the cast members is hanging from one of the trees oh yeah actually if you, you yeah. go back and watch it I'll, I'll send you the pic uh this movie's creepy man And like it has 98% Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't even know if it was shot in anything other than black and white originally, but I know there is a color version to it. So I I can't really tell you, oh, this movie made such great money. But to get that kind of rating, and everybody, man, you know, I think, is it what? Is it Christmas? Like, this movie is played on TBS. I mean, it's one of those movies that's a staple in some people's homes. It's a cult classic because people love it and there's even the whiz is like a, another musical that's based off of it but guys i don't i don't like it like when i think about it i remember my childhood and i was like that was kind of terrible i mean there's a lesson to be learned in it you know you want a brain you want a heart the wizard yada 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 i just thought the ending the guy behind the curtain it was all real cheesy so man give me the wizard of oz at number two boom anybody else i considered it a fun mm-hmm. fact
0: that movie and the sound of music is my wife's two favorite movies <laughs> sorry ash listen i considered it i considered it i think but it is But then you wanted
1: little, to make sure you didn't sleep in the guest room tonight. listen <laughs> right? it is,
0: dude it is uh, it is super creepy i mean listen the wicked witch of the west the green She's skin creepy, dude. can i get a oh, little yeah. my pretty uh, with that weird laugh
1: oh my pretty <laughs> Yes. Or what that about those it. little munchkins? The flying monkeys? How about oh, the, the flying monkeys? <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. Are they called the munchkins too? The lollipop oh, you got, guild, no, or is that well, something else?
0: No, those are the good guys, the munchkins. Oh, okay,
1: <laughs> Todd runs on Duncan, new sponsor. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are called Oompa Loompas on Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, that's my bad. I got confused. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy flick. I don't get it. I don't get all the hype.
2: Yeah, I agree hundred percent. It's just bizarre. Like I don't I don't really understand. <laughs> bizarre how people want it. Yeah.
1: Jerry.
3: <laughs> all right. Coming in at number two for me, watch a, a first couple of these. Uh, I'm not sure why. I think there's like eleven or twelve of them now. I'm going with the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> yeah, just you despise did. it really. Um, you
1: haven't watched all thirteen? No, I think there's 16. Oh, no, wow. Um, now
3: is there really? I don't know. I've not. know i have no idea. 4 did over 200 million. Four of them did over 200 million. Uh, all but one of them did over 100 million. Not my cup of tea. I mean, it. it somebody's got to like it for them to do, you know, 13 or 14 or however many. But Fast and the Furious, number two.
1: Oh, and I flirted with it, too. And the reason I didn't put it on there is I think the first movie Was a great movie if it stood alone, and they never did anything else. And then, fifteen episodes later, I mean, it it is one of the worst (laughs) franchises ever. So, yeah, you can actually ruin a good thing, in my opinion. And Paul Walker, you know, he decided to end his role in that as well, right? Wow, (laughs) just too soon. Yeah, yeah. All right, you can cut cut that. I I mean, that's how bad it was. He took himself out keep like it, it so I with, I you with it on my list. know I colin. With it on my
2: list too but my wife actually told me i could put it on the list because she's like that's the only one on your list i actually like and care for." because so.
1: she said you look like a young vin diesel well, yeah you know <laughs> you
0: know you know good and well that colin wanted to or
2: vin scully
0: dress. either way right
2: <laughs> more of that that's great yeah. so number two for me i'm gonna go back with another franchise this is my last of the franchises uh it's a, it, these films there's three of them came out between 2001 2003 they're based on some popular books by j.r.r J. R. tolkien gross 202.99 billion dollars i'm going with the lord of the rings franchise again thank you i i explained this early on like i'm not much into the sci-fi fantasy like all that stuff and these just fit right in that wheelhouse and i'm just not not much for it so don't know that i saw more than one of these films but just couldn't make myself watch the rest of them
3: boom i like a special hatred for those movies never seen them but (laughs) i worked at frodo's at cherrydale when these movies were coming out
1: and (laughs) they used to call him bilbo baggins it was was his nickname
3: stupid busy (laughs) It's around those movies.
1: Colin, speaking of that, speaking of that, I had Frodo's for dinner about a week ago. I love Frodo's still to this day. I mean, great pizza. I miss Colin working there. But I will say, Todd, what I love about that is we're on the same page with Lord of the Rings, with Harry Potter. I don't see why I'm such a Star Wars nerd because I despise every other franchise. I mean, I despise Daniel Craig as James Bond. I mean, that's how much I hate franchises. Sure. McDonald's. That's how much I hate franchises.
2: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And the, and the, uh, the cast for the movies, I mean, it's pretty solid, right? Like you've got
1: Elijah Wood, Wood.
2: Orlando Bloom, Tyler you know doesn't that weird
0: that weird creepy guy on the on the movie doesn't he ring pretty too my pretty my precious precious, my
1: precious precious
0: precious. i made it yeah i made it about 45 minutes into the first one and then that was a wrap we cut it off yeah she gone
2: yeah yeah no good no hey, at okay.
0: Nice pick. All right, here we go. This is a repeat. Not necessarily the series, but a movie from the series. We're bringing back Star Wars, and this time it's the very – first one or episode four a new hope okay 1977 guys this has got a 93 tomato meter score and 96 on the audience score it is beloved worldwide 775 million at the box office back in 1977 i mean that's that's some pretty heavy stuff right there but you got mark Hamill, harrison ford carrie fisher listen people that hate star Wars know the name Luke Skywalker. They know Darth Vader. They know Yoda. They know Chewbacca princess Leia, right? I mean, it is ingrained in American culture or just worldwide culture because it is, it is that popular. And I think if it wasn't so popular, I think it would probably be okay, but it's, it's just so popular, man, that I do feel like it's a little bit overrated, but Love, I absolutely love um, the Empire Strikes Back, episode five. Great movie. Empire or episode six, Return of the Jedi. I think those are those are solid movies. But episode four, A New Hope, didn't love that so much. Guys, check this out. This this is the neat fact about this. So Fox produced the very first Star Wars. Okay, they financed it and they paid George Lucas one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it. Huh. Okay, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. With the following clause in there, that George Lucas would have sole rights for any of the sequels, right? I mean, he'd know that there was going to be all of these Star Wars movies coming behind it. And he got all royalties from any kind of toys or merchandise, which was not a big thing back in 1977. But just from the toys and merchandise of Star Wars alone, George Lucas has made $6 billion. How about that? <laughs> come on wow. number two yeah. star wars episode four a new hope Stupid that is wild money. yeah
1: uh, i don't know sometimes i find myself like watching it and i'm like why am i into this like there's some really weird creepy <laughs> characters i don't get it uh, but here i am oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're getting a little hairy there chewy wait Time what are you. the
0: um what are the little things called Ewoks? So we got Oompa Loompas. We got Ewoks. We got the uh, Munchkins.
1: Man, we got the whole gang. Gang's all here. I love it. Nice. Number one. All right. Well, Kevin, the impossible task. I feel like this one was a little more possible tonight because yeah, we all hate things. It's a lot easier to like talk about what you hate. And guys, okay. So you heard the Titanic. You heard Wizard of Oz. What could even be left? And I don't even know if this was on anybody's list here, but with it being very close to shark week, this movie has really popped back up on my radar a little bit. And it's from your boy, Stevie Spielberg from 1975. When Kevin was in college, you probably saw this one with Mary Margaret at the big screen in the Astro. Ladies and gentlemen, it is none other than the 98% rotten tomato film. Jaws. We're going to need a bigger boat. This movie on a $9 million budget made 472. I don't know about you guys, but I remember this being lots of hype. Again, I was born in 86, so I didn't see this till later, but every time I watch it, I keep thinking it's going to get better. It's going to look more real. I'm going to be scared of sharks. And I will be honest with you. Nothing about that movie has deterred me from the ocean, has deterred me from sharks. It's just such slow motion. It's so unrealistic in my opinion. I mean, I know shark attacks happen every day. I just expected a little more out of Stevie Spielberg. And I believe that it's just, everyone talks about it. It's just, it's a cult phenomenon type movie. I don't know about all the sequels. I'm just talking about the original one. So to me, when you talk about overrated, you talk about 98% Rotten Tomatoes, close to 500 mil from a 1970s supposed classic my number one overrated movie is jaws yeah
2: I agree agree here i mean there's just nothing
1: it's boring about it. is yeah. it not boring
2: right right i'm it's, trying
1: to find the action in the movie i just feel like it's boring i haven't yeah. watched it in such a long time i don't remember since high
0: school hating it or whatever yeah exactly <laughs> but you know what my memory of jaws is actually I don't know if it's still at Universal Studios down in Florida, but there used to be a Jaws ride. Oh, I've been on and, it, yeah. And I remember thinking that was pretty intense as a young kid. The it's ride like maybe, was better than the movie. Yeah, golly, man, you're on the boat, <laughs> right, and the big shark comes up. Hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, a shark movie I actually watched a couple of weeks ago. The May. Sharknado. The May, Yeah, <laughs> <Sharknado. I> watched- <laughs> Never watched Sharknado. Shout out. Uh, Lynn romantic loves <laughs> love Sharknado. Listener of the pod, friend of the pod. Anyways, man, how about the the,
1: the Meg, Meg was though? actually. Did you like the
0: Meg? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it
1: had yeah. Dwight Schrute. It had a pretty good cast, right? It was it was yeah. kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, no, I, I that was not not a bad flick. Little Jason Statham, but yeah, I actually think the Meg was better than Jaws. So take that, Stephen.
2: Is is Jaws better than Sharknado?
1: I don't. That's a tough one, man. I'm a big nine and two zero fan. So Sharknado has <laughs> got a soft spot with me.
2: That that whole series, man.
1: The fact that it has like multiple spinoffs just blows me. <laughs> right.
2: And then it get worse. It, they, like they're so bad.
1: They're so bad. They're good, and I hope they make your list, Todd. Huh?
2: Yeah, no, they, they don't. <laughs> okay, they're,
1: they're that good. All right, <laughs> not tonight. Guilty pleasures coming soon. Yes.
3: <laughs> All right, number one for me. I'm anticipating a strong reaction from one of you specifically on this one. I will say that this did not from a box office perspective in my research was much lower than I anticipated, but I'm going back to 2004. My number one and most overrated movie is Anchorman uh, rated the 39th best comedy of all time by some some outlets uh, just doesn't do it for me. I think it's well established on the podcast that that type of humor is not my cup of tea anchorman is just vastly overrated
1: get out here's what I will say to you though Colin if you tell me that Will Ferrell you don't like him as much as others I know that about you but what I will say is Paul Rudd David Koechner Steve Carell I mean that cast I even think uh, Christina Applegate in that movie like there's just so many good characters like even your boy, Vince Vaughn, he plays that little cameo and the other news crew comes. and They have that big fight. I did not expect to hear that tonight. So, yeah, I mean, but hey, I mean, to each his own opinion wise, I love the movie personally. But hey, I mean, that's why we do this, Colin. So, you know, I hate you. But other than that, I knew you would. It's OK.
2: <laughs> Colin could have put a whole genre of movies right there at number one, right?
3: There, there was just – encompassed that whole chunk of them. Uh,
1: it's something about the year chunk. 2004. Colin just hates that year.
2: I'm not surprised.
3: Yeah, I'm, not, I'm
0: really not surprised that he threw something like that in there, whether it was that or super bad. It's just something along
1: those lines. Something to really grind my gears. Yes. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> so, for me,
2: my number one choice has already been mentioned. I think it was number five on Kevin's list, if I remember correctly made two point nine billion dollars and I think we agreed earlier nobody knows how is Avatar. <laughs> it's just way too long.
1: You know, list.
2: The, what's it what's it I was on Schindler's
1: list? list actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I was talking about this movie with someone in the office today and we were talking about and this guy's like in the video editing and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah. He said, I think it's like the same people went and saw it multiple times because of the the effects and all that. So right. you know, maybe you only had like <laughs> 300 people that went, but they just yes. went multiple times. Yeah. To see it I agree.
1: Was it not the first 3D movie or something? I mean, like I feel like there was something about it that they made yeah, it like the, niche. The CGI
2: was like yeah. crazy good supposedly. Right, an IMAX
1: or something. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so that it just, you know, didn't do it for me. And uh, I, I just have no, no use for it and uh, have no desire to go see the sequel when it comes out.
1: Listen, Todd, you know, I agree with you. You know, listener of the pod, Brant, big Zoe Saldana fan. So he probably likes that movie, right, Brant? Right. (laughs) Hashtag Brant of the Pod.
0: Nice pick. not (laughs) Not surprised to see that on the list. All right, here we go. Maybe this is off the grid. Maybe it's not. But I have forever not understood why this is such a popular movie. And... I've given it multiple chances. I still can't figure out why it's such a possible or popular movie. It only made 3 million at the box office. Okay. It was a box office flop. However, it got a 94 tomato meter score. It got a 95 audience score on rotten tomatoes. The copyright lapsed. Okay. Okay. And there was no royalties on this movie for 20 years. So all of these channels were able to broadcast it for free without having to pay for this movie, which is how it got popular. We're talking about the 1946 movie, It's a Wonderful Life, all right? James Stewart, right? Maybe it is a feel-good movie, but man, I just don't get why it is so beloved. I mean, box office flop. Oh, the copyrights passed by we can broadcast this for free on nbc and abc and fox and whatever all the channels were and that's how it got popular man i remember waking up on christmas eve night and it would always be either it's a wonderful life on or it would always be like the catholic mass at the in the middle of the night right that it was on which one head. did you
1: watch I went, <laughs> I went back to sleep which one was overrated Golly,
0: but <laughs> listen man number one it's a wonderful life totally overrated i
1: don't get it there we go kevin two christmas movies on your yep. list i did not yeah. see that
2: yeah no i didn't either
1: that's a oh, Pretty pretty i agree ones, with you though. though yeah i agree too i mean that those are two of the most overrated movies and they come on every year during that season so i'm i'm with you man i'm all yeah, for for sure
2: Chris is more of a Hallmark movie, Christmas movie oh, kind of guy.
1: Absolutely. You know, <laughs> anything with Melissa Joan fart,
2: I'll definitely be
1: there. <laughs> you know, Patrick Dempsey, if he's in it, I'm in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys, I'm interested to know what was on your cutting room floor, Todd. I heard you had a couple on there. Yeah,
2: yeah. Actually, a couple franchises. The Transformers franchise.
1: Oh, my uh, wife said that too.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, I just don't don't care for them uh and then the twilight franchise as if you know i would care about that anyway but it was just so much (laughs) high big edward
1: Cullen guy yeah right right never heard of it (laughs) i actually believe it or not I've, i've seen the twilight movies i've seen the divergent movie i've seen the hunger game movies i wouldn't put those on any of these lists because i just they've got that like acclaim, but I don't think they're the level that you were talking about with Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and Harry Potter. But for me, I had a couple. One was the 2016 DC movie Suicide Squad with Will Smith, Jared Leto as the Joker, Margot Robbie. It made 750 mil, had a really good cast, but a terrible villain. And it almost kind of like, it was the first movie I was like, Will Smith, is done. Like he didn't fit as like a main character. I just, I just thought that was one of those movies where I was anticipating DC having a strong movie and DC continues to fail as Marvel continues to flourish. The other one, I don't know if you guys know Jordan Peele. He's gotten a lot of popularity for his movies, like get out. So I actually liked get out. I saw that one, but the second movie called us where the people have doppelgangers of like themselves that are killing them was one of the weirdest movies. It made a lot of money in the box office. I actually saw it opening weekend and I was like, nah, you lost me there. So his new movie, Nope. I don't think I'll be seeing that one here. You said, Nope. I said, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It
2: does look
3: weird. This probably won't surprise some of you given my number one, Um, probably coming in at number six for me was Dumb and Dumber.
1: Shut up. Yeah. Get out. Overrated. Yeah. Have you watched it lately?
3: No, I haven't. It's been a so. While. You,
1: like I, this is what I will say to you: is I actually get where you're coming from with all these picks because I probably was cocky at some point too and thought that, and then <laughs> I changed my heart, Colin, and I realized that that is one of the funniest movies of all time. So just you know, one Saturday in January when you're watching all your 80s and 90s flicks, man, put it back. I'll give on it the a right shot.
3: Days. I'll give it a shot.
1: Hey, where are will you,
0: say, Where are you flying to? Aspen. Oh, let's have another shrimp
2: on the barbie.
0: You right I out? will say
2: <laughs> Dumb and Dumber Two. Uh, there was so much anticipation with that, you know, uh, and it ended up being that was terrible. was garbage. Garbage. That, was a, garbage. that was, was a flop
1: salad. For
0: for me, you could. it, You know, it was a little bit of foreshadowing earlier, but you really could probably put all the Quentin Tarantino movies. On, on a list for me just not a fan of tarantino's movies i don't i can't quite put my finger on it just don't love it but i would say my number six movie and Cohen brothers most of the Cohen brother stuff is in there too i do like some of the Cohen brother stuff but um the most overrated Cohen brother movie in my opinion is Oh brother where art thou
1: oh yeah i, I agree remember yeah. Pe- people I remember love that movie they man. loved it yeah. i'm
0: like what are you watching man that i'm not because i'm not digging
1: this I will tell you, there's one I forgot to add. It's a Western from 2005. Uh, it's a little uh, little ditty called Brokeback Mountain. Really great cast. Heath Ledger, Tease in Peace, Jake Gyllenhaal, Anna Faris, Linda Cardellini, Anne Hathaway, Randy Quaid, Michelle Williams of Dawson's Creek fame. It made $178.1 million, And I don't get what all the fuss was about. I'm kind of surprised you didn't. Never watched that one. Touche, Todd. Touche. Now that I look back at it, it's really an autobiography. <laughs> hey, let's do a quick, let's, let's do a quick rehash here of our
0: movies. CG. You had avatar at number five Blair, Witch project number four, Titanic at number three, wizard of Oz at number two. And then jaws at number one, Colin, you had the Goonies at five, number four, the mission impossible series, number three, training day, number two, the fast and the furious ser- franchise. And number one, Anchor Man. Todd, you had the Oceans 11 series. Number four, the Harry Potter series. Number three, the Star Wars franchise. Number two, the Lord of the Rings franchise. And then number one, Avatar. And then I had number five, Dirty Dancing. Number four, Christmas Story. Number three, Groundhog Day. Number two, Star Wars Episode Four. And then number one, It's a Wonderful Life. Listen, man, that's crazy that Avatar, it was Avatar only repeat. No, I think we had Star Wars on
1: there as well. Avatar, Star Wars. That might be our only repeat. It's pretty good. Do you think that like people that listen to this are like, these four people are just, they hate life. You know, like they, they they're single. They live in their parents' basement. uh, They need to get a life because some of these lists are actually pretty like good. Like I'll take Colin's list and watch all five of them. (laughs) But that's what makes this interesting. Everybody gets a take. That's right.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure
1: all right man hey listen that was fun look forward to coming back
0: we've got a few more episodes left in our movie series so yeah we're i'm not sure man we'll figure that one out but thanks to everybody for listening and we'll see
1: you then say good night kevin